What's up, everybody? It's Joe Winters Jr., the founder of Daily Path Academy and your host of Daily Path Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Quick reminder, if you would like to learn more about my leadership programs, go to joewintersjr.com. That is J-O-E-W-I-N-T-E-R-S-J-R.com. You'll also be able to get my first book there as well. And of course, the link will be included in the show notes of today's episode. Today, we are talking about who are we becoming, especially in a time of adversity like right now with facing COVID-19? It's very important that we understand who we are becoming and examining our community of friends so that way we understand the chances of us reaching who we want to become. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a pad, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it. Till each time I do it, it's done right. And God left his signature on me. So how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got a gift. Not anonymous, but God given. So I remember six years ago, like it was yesterday, summer of 2014, I was in a position where I needed to hustle more than I had ever hustled before in my life. Um, And what I mean, I needed to hustle, I mean, in order to see a great financial return. See, prior to summer of 2014, my mentor had been um, pouring into me spiritually, mentally, and at this particular moment, financially for two years now, um, just helping me with some things that I wasn't able to take care of, unfortunately. But at the beginning of 2014, so in January 2014, him and his wife found out that they were pregnant and that they were about to have their first child. And he came to me at the beginning of the year. He said to me, Joe, I'm going to continue doing everything that I can for you. Um, but this summer, I'm going to need you to do your absolute best to make as much money as possible. So that way you can actually get yourself a car and some other essential things, because I will not be able to help you financially the way that I've been able to help you these last two years. And so I had a full semester to prepare for it in which if you're ever looking to get someone to take on a responsibility that you had been helping them with, I do think that it's very important and beneficial if you give them um, a great length notice. Anyway, um, so the whole entire spring of 2014, I was preparing my mind. I was, you know, just preparing to have the biggest summer financially that I had ever had in my life. Um, and obviously it's because I was in, I was in school at the time and, um, I, I knew that I had to hustle more than I ever had hustled before in my life. And so we arrived to summer 2014 and I remember starting off on this car lot where I had sold 20 cars in like two weeks. And by selling 20 cars in two weeks throughout that entire process, I had been offered several different jobs and, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, complimented several times because of my professionalism and my ability to sell in the way that I articulated myself. Well, there was one job that really caught my attention because I felt like it made sense in the sense that it was, 
an easier product to sell. Um, and the commission was higher. Um, although the work was going to be harder. Now, the reason why that was the reality was because I was going to go from selling cars to selling electricity, right? Everybody needs electricity. Everybody. Well, I don't want to say everybody can afford electricity, but electricity is obviously much more affordable than a car. And so it just made sense. And the commission was higher as well. But the, um, well, the commission per sale wasn't higher, but the fact that you were going to, the, the average amount of sales you would get per week would, I would like, you know, basically equal out to more money than you would on the car lot that I was at at the time. And so um, it was that, that I, I felt like, okay, it made sense. Now, the reason why it was harder or the reason why the job was going to take more work, I would say, is because it was door-to-door sales. So you were going to endure a lot more no's than you would on the car lot. I mean, I know this might seem, you know, um, like a bit confusing um, for people that aren't in the um, sales industry or you don't know what it's like to work 100% on commission, which means if you do not make a sale, you do not get paid. Um, but this was my reality at the point because I needed to make the absolute most money possible. And I can tell you right now, making the absolute mo- most money possible is going to come from having some form of commission. And I don't mean chicken scratch commission. Some people go and work jobs where they're paid $9 an hour plus commission. Nine times out of 10, if you're working for nine or $10 an hour plus commission, your commission probably is trash. But if you're working for 100% commission, nine times out of 10, your commission is phenomenal. And if you apply yourself, you are going to see a great return financially. So that's where I was at this particular time. And so I take this job as um, a door-to-door salesman for a company by the name of Reliant Energy. I become the number one salesman in the company um, in the entire state of Texas. And I ended up saving enough money to buy myself a car um, and a list of other things that I don't really care to sit here and, and tell you about, you know, my ability to buy as a result of my hard work. However, um, I knew that I had to hustle. There was a, a large need for cash in summer of 2014. And because there was such a large need for cash, And my mentor had came to me months prior to that and told me, look, Joe, I'm not going to be able to necessarily help you financially the way that I have been able to. I really need you to do your best to make as much money as possible. I was all for it. Now, the reason why I tell you that, because our principle for today is this. The big challenge in life is that you can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. The big challenge in life is that you can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. Now, the harsh reality of that is that unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. I knew from the time that my young life leader told me, my mentor told me in January that I needed to make as much money as possible come summer there was about to be a large transformation in my, um, in my mental, in my mindset and, and how I go about my day in which there was, I had to completely reconstruct how I thought. And it's not that I, you know, wasn't able to perform and do great things before the summer, but this was simply a, 
another level that I had to go through. It was that thing, you know, um, in order to get what you've never had, you got to be willing to do things you've never done. Right. And that's our principle for today. The big challenge in life is that you can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. And unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. Now, John Maxwell said it best. It's possible to change without growing, but it's impossible to grow without changing. Let me say that one more time. John Maxwell said it's possible to change without growing, but it's impossible to grow without changing. I say that because I know some of you, and I've been in this position before myself, some of you have friends or family members that's going to say, don't change, don't switch up. I don't want you to, I don't want you to change. I don't want you to, to let your success go to your head. And the reality of it is, is that you can't grow without changing. And so I think the more accurate statement that should be made is if you're going to change, please make sure you're growing. If you're going to change, please make sure that you're growing. It shouldn't be don't change on us. It shouldn't be don't become a different person because the reality is, is if you're growing, that means you're going to be changing. The man that you're listening to right now, I was not this way five years ago. I wasn't even this way two years ago. The podcast has been up for three years, but I wasn't this way two years ago, three years ago. Was I on this path? Was I on this journey? Yes. But in order to grow, you have to change. And so over every single year, there's things about me that's changing in a positive way because I am growing. If you are going through your life and you aren't changing and growing, something's wrong. You've hit the glass ceiling that is limiting you from your greatest potential. And so my question for you today is, who are you becoming? Jim Rome said, the best question you can ask on the job is not what I am getting here. The best question that you can ask on the job is, who am I becoming here? Personal development. Personal development is the key to optimal quality of life personal development. Now you're listening to this podcast right now, but I'm aware that there's a lot of people that listen to podcasts and they don't apply anything that they, that they hear. Just like a lot of people, um, go out into, you know, the world and they, they may, you know, learn from experiences, but they don't apply any of the lessons to their life. And then they continue going through life, getting the exact same results. And then they wonder why it continues happening to them. And it's because you're, they're not applying what they are learning. And so personal development is key, but you got to do more than just receive lessons and learn from experiences. You have to apply. And so I have three keys for actually applying personal development. The first one is being intentional about it. If you wake up every single week and you intentionally turn on this podcast, you're on the right track. But let's take it a step further. Are you intentional with taking a nugget here and there and applying it to your life? Or do you just listen to this podcast and say, man, Joe said some really great things today. And then that's it. You don't, you don't do anything else, right? You have to be intentional with turning it on listening. And then you have to be intentional with taking what's going to 
work best for your life and apply it to your life. Bruce Lee said it best. Accept what's necessary, disregard what's not, and essentially add your own. I'm not telling you that you are going to have to apply every single thing that I'm telling you. And the reason why I say that is because although every single thing that I'm telling you is useful and it's helpful, there may be certain things that you're already doing and some things that I'm saying that you're not doing. And you know, if you do it, that your life is going to get better. There may be some things that you just don't agree with me on. And hey, that's perfectly fine. Whatever floats your boat. But what I am saying here is that if you turn on Daily Path Podcast, there are things that I'm saying that you know, without a doubt, it's good stuff that will help you change the trajectory of your life and take your life to the next level. But you have to take those golden nuggets that's going to work best for your life that you know needs to be implemented in your life. And you have to be intentional about not only listening, but also implementing. Key number two is dedicated. You have to be dedicated to implementing the keys, the, the insights that's going to take your life to the next level. You have to be dedicated to optimal growth. You can't just say, you know, um, I want to do better. I want to get better. I'm going to get better. And then you work out for a month and then you don't work out for five and then you work out for two months and then you don't work out for 10 and then you work out for three months and then you don't work out for 15. You can't do that. You have to be dedicated. And I'm a firm believer that when you're dedicated, you do something consistent. It becomes a true behavior. It's not and a habit. It's not something that you simply, you know, do once or twice. And then you, you let yourself go. I have a friend, you know, that he, He's the greatest starter I know. That's he, he knows how to start. He sucks at finishing. He absolutely sucks at finishing. He knows how to start. I'm talking about, man, almost every single thing that I've seen this particular friend of mine do, he comes out the gate bolting, but he never finishes the race in anything that he does. And so when you don't finish the race, it's because you're lacking dedication. And if you're lacking dedication, your personal development will not be at an optimal level. When it comes to personal development, we have to be intentional. We have to be dedicated. And then the third key is persistent. We have to be persistent. There's whenever we are looking to change the trajectory of our life and go to the next level, there are going to be challenges. One of them right now is COVID-19. There are going to be challenges that we may could have controlled, but we can't control like COVID-19. That's going to jump right on up in our way. And guess what? We have to be able to persevere. We have to have that persistence. We have to say, regardless of what gets in the way, I am going to still be intentional and dedicated about my personal, about my personal development. And through that, you are, you are literally being persistent day to day regarding your personal development. Do not allow things like friends, which we're about to talk about. (laughs) Don't allow things like COVID-19 to prevent you from investing in your personal development. You turned on this podcast, so you're, you're, you're doing half of it. But are you being intentional? What do you do whenever you walk away from this podcast, whenever you turn it off, whenever you go to the job? I'm aware that a lot of my listeners, you listen to the podcast on the way to the job. 
Okay, that's great. It fuels you up so you can get prepared for work. But like, is there ever a time where you say, okay, let me sit down. Let me really take notes on this. Okay, you know what? I, I may have been, I may have been dedicated. I may have been persistent, but I, I'm aware that if I was, if I was more intentional, I would see a greater return in this particular area of my life or this particular area of my life, whether it's financial, whether it's spiritual. If you are more intentional, no matter what area of your life we're talking about, if you're more intentional, you will see a much greater return. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is examining your community of friends. And the reason why I want to talk about examining your community of friends is because, I mean, we've all heard the saying, you know, you are the sum total of the five people you hang around the most. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. We all have heard that. And don't get me wrong. All of my friends is not on the personal development train. And, you know, but trust me, I tell you, I keep them at arm's length. Now, my um, number one goal when it comes to my friends is keep the friends that are all for personal development closest to me and keep those who are not for the personal development at arm's length. Because don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not about, you know, turning your back on people that you have a genuine relationship with just because they don't want to better their life. But what I am about is not spending so much time with people who don't want to better their life. You know, so I believe, you know, I'm going to keep the friends closest to me that they want to change the trajectory of their life. They want to get greater and greater. They want to um, continue becoming a better leader. So that way they can impact the workplace in a positive way. They can um, lead their families in a um, extraordinary fashion. That's what I'm about. And I want to tell you, like COVID-19 has been a tool that has allowed me to measure how my friends respond to adversity. That's probably one of the pros of COVID-19. Now, I know COVID-19 is a very realistic pandemic going on right now. But if you know me and if you've been listening to this podcast for some time now, you know that I do my best to see the positive in the bad. And don't get me wrong, when it comes to the good, I will examine the bad and the good. Like I'm not one of those people that just like I ignore the bad, I ignore the negative. No, life's part negative. So I acknowledge and talk about the negative. However, I choose to focus on the positive because I believe focusing on the positive is how you find the solution. One of the pros that comes with COVID-19 is that I have been able to use it as a tool to measure how my friends respond to adversity. And I want to ask you, how are your friends responding to adversity right now? Think about it. What are your friends saying about COVID-19? What is their perspective about COVID-19? Is their perspective like, oh man, you better just stay in the house and waste time, you know, drinking up the old liquor out the cabinet, you know, or is there perspective about COVID-19? Although we have to stay in to be safe, this gives me a lot of time to spend with family, more time to spend with my family that I've been able to spend in a long time. This gives me more time to invest in my personal development and my self-care. This gives me more time to actually look at my goals professionally and personally. This gives me more time to reflect on things that I like about this year and things that I don't, right? Like, like how is your friends responding to adversity right now? 
And I think it's very important for us to really examine this because they will either respond courageously or cowardly and attempt to get you to respond the same way. How often is it that friends try to get you to respond differently than how they respond? That does not happen very often. It does not. (laughs) That does not happen very often. Usually, friends attempt to get you to respond the same way they respond to things. And so you need to be careful about who you're really spending the most time with because your friends, when it comes to adversity, it doesn't matter if it's COVID-19 or anything else, they will either respond courageously or cowardly and attempt to get you to respond the same way. And then the, the last question I want to ask you regarding your friends, your community of friends, is what is your friend's point of view on personal development? This is very important because I believe how your friends respond to adversity and their point of view on personal development is going to play a role in who you become because those we surround ourselves the most do play a role in who we come become. I don't care how strong you are as a person. It just is what it is. If you're surrounded by winners if you're surrounded by people that believe in personal development, if you're surrounded by people that are family oriented, if you're surrounded by people that are intentional and deliberate about goals, they're dedicated about they're dedicated in becoming the best version of themselves, they're persistent, they know how to persevere through um, you know, things that you know, trying times, you have a much better chance at being the extraordinary version of yourself that you deserve to be. But if you're hanging around people that's negative all the time, they're not into personal development. They don't care about being intentional. They're not dedicated at all. They are lazy. They are quitters. They are losers. Um, for lack of better words, it sucks to suck, but that, you know, with typically nine times out of 10 become your reality. The people we surround ourselves play a huge role in who we become. And so it's very important for you to protect your energy. So that way your energy could truly help energize other people. I would not be able to do the things that I do if I always spent time around the friends that I have who do not care about personal development They do not care about being positive. They do not care about being optimistic. They don't have goals. They don't have dreams. They're not dedicated. I will not, I would not be able to, not at the rate that I do it at, at least. And so my question for you today is who are you becoming? Because the biggest challenge in life is that you can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. And the harsh reality of it is that unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. I want to be unique. Got more than my kid I could teach. I want you to hear when I speak. I want to free people in prison by stigmas and popular common beliefs. Don't want you to think. I want you to feel. Look down inside you and tell me what's real. If you're unsure, then you're uncured. We only get one life, man. It's a big deal. Do you love what you do?